98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Bill Robertson. The top stories, lawmakers from across the political divide disagree on the impact of new US sanctions on mainland officials over the upcoming national security law. A local NPC deputy says he thinks the Standing Committee will pass the law during its three-day meeting in Beijing, which starts tomorrow. And there's been a surge in COVID-19 cases in several big states in America. Democratic Party Chairman Wu Qiwai says U.S. moves to impose new sanctions on Chinese officials shows the international community's deep concerns over how the upcoming national security law will affect Hong Kong, adding that Beijing may have overlooked the potential impact of international reaction to the legislation. While Mr. Wu says he believes these latest measures are unlikely to stop Beijing from passing the national security law, the international community is reassessing the SAR's special trade status and the impact of their responses will be seen in the longer term. I don't think simply relies on the restriction on the visa for those peoples that hurt the human rights and the freedom in Hong Kong will have any effect on the enactment of the National Security Act. But that reflects very, very strong views coming from the international community that because of the National Security Act implemented in Hong Kong, that will symbol the death of one country, two system, or high degree of autonomy in Hong Kong. So the result will be a reconsideration of for the international community on whether or not Hong Kong can still be treated with a special status. Meanwhile, Liberal Party lawmaker Felix Chung says he thinks the US's Hong Kong Autonomy Act will pose a huge threat to the city's business sector. Speaking on a radio programme, he described the bill as even harsher than the Hong Kong Human Rights and Democracy Act, which US President Donald Trump signed into law last year, saying the new bill could impose sanctions on companies and banks. But FTU lawmaker Wong Kwok Kin disagreed, saying the US's recent responses were within China's expectations and only what he called a minimum charge. He also said the European Union has so far only voiced concerns over the national security law but had not taken any actual action. Earlier, the United States announced it was imposing visa restrictions on Chinese Communist Party officials it says are responsible for undermining freedoms in Hong Kong. In a statement, the Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, didn't name those targeted, but said they were both current and former party officials. The BBC's Barbara Pletasher is in Washington. Mr Pompeo accused Beijing of eviscerating Hong Kong's freedoms. He announced visa restrictions on current and former Chinese Communist Party officials believed to be responsible for undermining its high degree of autonomy with new security legislation. But he did not mention any moves towards revoking the territory's special trade privileges, one of the measures President Trump has also said is under consideration. Mr. Pompeo's statement followed a recent vote by the U.S. Senate to impose sanctions on Chinese officials who undermine Hong Kong's autonomy and the banks that do business with them. A Hong Kong government spokesman called for restraint in the implementation of the U.S. legislation, saying it was totally unacceptable and would only harm relations between Hong Kong and the United States. A local deputy to the National People's Congress, Ip Kwok Him, says he expects the NPC Standing Committee will discuss and vote on the national security law for Hong Kong during its three-day meeting to be held in Beijing from tomorrow. 
Speaking on an RTHK programme, Mr Ip said 10 Hong Kong deputies to the NPC, including himself, will attend the meeting. He said he believes the chairman of the NPCSC will arrange for time to handle the agenda item of the planned legislation and that the legislation will be made public before it is officially passed. Mr Earp says he will reflect people's worries about the law during the meeting but added that some people with ulterior motives have exaggerated the impact of the law by saying that its passage would mean the death of one country, two systems. The number of new coronavirus infections in the United States has reached a record high, with 40,000 cases reported in the last 24 hours. In Florida, there were almost 9,000 new cases, an increase of 62% on the previous day. Florida and Texas have both reimposed restrictions. The leading government adviser on coronavirus, Anthony Fauci, said the United States was facing a serious problem and urged Americans to act responsibly for the common good. You have an individual responsibility to yourself, but you have a societal responsibility because if we want to end this outbreak, really end it, and then hopefully when a vaccine comes and puts the nail in the coffin, we've got to realize that we are part of the process. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. Labour Secretary Lo Chi Kuang says he believes Hong Kong's unemployment rate from April to June will exceed 6% and he's not optimistic about the unemployment situation in the near future. The city's jobless rate climbed to a 15-year high in the period of March to May, hitting 5.9%. Mr Law says he believes the figure will hover between 5 and 6% for some time as the global economy has entered a recession. He estimated the unemployment rate will not be lower than 3% in the next few years as it took 20 years for employment levels in Hong Kong to recover after going through the Asian financial crisis, SARS and the global financial crisis. The government's latest greenhouse gas emission figures show the city produced slightly more carbon dioxide in 2018 than the year before. Hong Kong generated 40.6 million tonnes of carbon dioxide, up half a percent from the year before. However, the Environmental Protection Department says the population grew by a larger percentage and per capita greenhouse gas emissions amounted to 5.4 tonnes, or a tenth of a tonne less than the year before. The British government is to ease restrictions on travel abroad that were imposed to help control the coronavirus. The authorities will introduce a traffic light system with countries where the prevalence of the virus is lower than in Britain, as the BBC's Tom Burridge reports. After a long lockdown, finally clarity from government that holidays abroad can happen. Its blanket travel quarantine has been widely criticised. But from the 6th of July, people who travel into the UK from countries like France, Spain, Italy, the Netherlands, Belgium, Germany, Greece, Turkey, Norway and Finland will not have to self-isolate for two weeks. After months of deadlock, Ireland will have a new government after the two mainstream parties, Fiona Foyle and Fianna Gael, agreed a coalition deal with the Greens. The deal excludes the Republican Party, Sinn Féin. The BBC's Chris Page reports. For almost a century, the thought of Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael partnering each other in government was unthinkable. The two parties have dominated governments for most of the Irish state's existence. There have been many weeks of negotiations since the general election in February. 
This evening, the Green Party ended the uncertainty by announcing its members had backed the deal. Tomorrow morning, the Irish Parliament will meet to elect Michal Martin as Taoiseach. Sudan and Egypt say Ethiopia has agreed to postpone filling the reservoir of a dam on the Nile until agreement can be reached between them. The deal was brokered at an online African Union summit chaired by the South African President Cyril Ramaphosa. There has been no confirmation so far from Ethiopia. The BBC's Kat Weiner reports. As late as Friday morning, Ethiopia's foreign minister was insisting that the filling of the Grand Ethiopian Renaissance Dam would go ahead next month as scheduled. The multi-billion dollar dam, located on the Blue Nile, has been at the centre of a decades-long dispute between the three countries. Ethiopia says the project is essential for its economic development, but Sudan and Egypt, which lie downstream, fear it will interfere with the vital flow of water to their nations. To sports now, and with a preview of this weekend's football action in England, here's the BBC's John Bennett. As Liverpool continue to celebrate winning the title for the first time in 30 years, the FA Cup returns this weekend, and the last eight is an all-Premier League lineup. Manchester United are full of confidence going into their tie against struggling Norwich. They beat Sheffield United 3-0 on Wednesday with an Anthony Martial hat-trick. Paul Pogba and Bruno Fernandes looked in top form in midfield. Things couldn't be more different for Norwich, who suffered their 20th defeat of the Premier League season earlier this week. On Sunday, Arsenal will be hoping the FA Cup can salvage their disappointing season when they take on Sheffield United in their quarter-final. It's third against fourth when Leicester City hosts Chelsea. And then last but not least, Manchester City travel to Newcastle. City need to pick themselves up, of course, after that 2-1 defeat to Chelsea, which confirmed that Liverpool are Premier League champions with seven matches still to play. As for the Premier League fixtures this weekend, there's a Midlands derby when Aston Villa welcome Wolves. Villa drew against Newcastle on Wednesday, but they've picked up just two points from the last 21 available in the Premier League. Then on Sunday, Watford take on Southampton at Vicarage Road. The BBC's John Bennett there. And that's the news from RTHK. 5.67am, Radio 3. And welcome to this week's edition of World Vibes with myself, Pierre Tremblay, with you till 3pm. This week we have a cornucopia of musical themes on offer. First, no less than two featured albums, one Quebec rock EP, one Ethio Jazz LP, and a selection of hot new hits from a lot of places on the planet. As always, Giovanotti says it so well. In Italian, we're still the belly button of the world. And uh, this first hour will be featuring our Quebec rock EP from Grand Fanal. But first, we start off with a few hot new tracks from other places on the planet with uh, Brazilian actor and composer and singer-songwriter Jairo Pereira. He started off as an actor and started recording his own compositions three years ago. And he's been releasing pretty much an album a year Starting in 2017, O Caso do Homem Errado, The Case of the Mistaken Man, then 2018, Mutum, Sol, and then last year, Venia Vero Sol, Come and See the Sun. And this year, he has this track off his upcoming new album, Leao, 
with its own uh, video as well. And uh, this is the single of an upcoming album, possibly of the same name. He's been busy. He's also got quite a lot of guests, uh, as well as on uh, Timba. He's got João Paraíba, and uh, the list goes on. Let's have a listen to Jairo Pereira, actor, poet, and singer-songwriter with Leão. Girar, girar 